Hi, Frank Thacker here, and welcome to The Daily Peacemaker. So the other day, I was reading in a book, actually, it was um, this book here. I don't know, you can't, it's backwards, I know. It's A Search for a Nonviolent Future um, by Michael Nagler. Um, I've read it a number of times, got all kinds of highlights in it. But I was reading it, and um, I ran across the sentence that said, Nonviolence is a choice. And yes, that's pretty obvious when you say it like that. And it's like, yeah, of course it's a choice. Everything we do is a choice. But I was struck by it and I wondered why. So I'm in the process of processing that. Why? Why did that strike me? So I'll probably ramble on here a little bit. Hopefully um, I'll figure something out and I'll come to some conclusions. But I think one of the things that, that struck me is I tend to talk um, about nonviolence a lot, and that's how we um, ideally should respond to uh, different situations that get us upset. But I, know, I don't think I ever presented it in, in the sense of, you know, something happens to you that upsets you, you have a choice. You can respond nonviolently or you can respond violently. And I think that when you present it that way, it touches people in the sense of, um, I don't have to be nonviolent, I can be violent. And, and I'm not talking about like massive violence where you smack someone upside the head or something like that, or you bring out your, your gun and shoot them. I'm talking about everyday situations where you know there's the example the old example of someone cutting you off um when you're driving or you know say you go to a a hotel and they don't have your reservation and you, the clerk is running around trying to find it and they don't have any room left and you get all upset because you made these reservations uh three months ago or you're at a sports event and the ref is making calls that you don't think are correct and you get upset and you start yelling at him. So a lot of everyday situations where we have a choice. We can react violently or nonviolently. And again, I'm not talking um, massive violence, but responding out of anger, calling the ref a jerk and you know, where did you learn how to ref? Or you go to the hotel clerk and you're thinking to yourself, oh, boy, they hire the bottom of the barrel here. Or you're saying something, maybe even say something to the clerk, you know, how long have you been working here, you know, um, stuff like that. So there's a lot of everyday situations where we have a choice to act violently or nonviolently. And part of, of that ability to choose involves reconcile, recognizing that you have a violent, or I have a, I'll speak for myself, I have violence within me. I think we all have the ability or the propensity to react in what I call a violent way. So a violent way can be anything from, um, calling person's name, even even not verbally doing it, but thinking to yourself, what a jerk, you know? So that's violent. Um, and even though you don't say it, I think there's a, an energy that, 
it gets conveyed there. And how many times has something happened where you are upset about something and you don't say anything about the person to their face, but when you get home or you talk to your friend, chances are you say, oh man, you should see this. I went to the hotel today and what a jerk this person was, you know, trying to find my reservation. Or did you see that ref last night? You know, he, he ought to go home to the old retirement home or something. I can say that about old people because I'm old. Um, he ought to do, you know, retire or the person that, oh, you should see this guy cut me off today. You know, what a jerk he was. He thinks he owns the road. So there's all those daily things that we just almost naturally fall into. But I think as we begin to realize, we got a choice here. We don't have to respond in a violent way. And I think when, when it's presented as a choice, in some strange ways, it empowers the person. So if you say to, to your friend, um, you have a choice how you respond to that clerk or that ref or that person that, that cut you off, you have a choice. You can respond in a, in a violent, sort of nasty way, or you can respond in a nonviolent way. And as we begin to um, wake up, to the, to the fact that, gee, you know, we, we have a choice here. I think over the history of humanity, we've been so conditioned to act or react or act or react, either one, in, in a violent way, whether it's those little short remarks or those little digs that we make about people or, or get in an argument and we start calling name, each other's names and then maybe start pushing each other around and stuff. So it, it, we've um, been conditioned to react in that way more so. And I don't think, I don't believe, I guess, that we are um, violent by nature. We've maybe in the beginning of the process of evolution of of humans, there was this sort of survival thing and that maybe called us to be a little more violent. But as we're evolving, maybe we're beginning to realize that, oh, we do have a choice. There, there are nonviolent ways to respond to all situations. The problem, I think, or any other problem, is that we, we being humans, are not very skilled in nonviolence and, and even in everyday situations, how to um, react in a nonviolent way. We are, are learning and there is a lot of development in the skills and the practices of nonviolence. People say, and it, I think it's pretty correct, the actual word of nonviolence um, sort of became popular, for lack of a better word, or more in the um, everyday literature, only about 100 years ago. And nonviolence is, is not the greatest word because it, in, um, it implies almost like a negative type of thing. So um, there's, there's better words, you know, acting in a more positive, loving way some of them. So 
The issue, I guess, and it's making sense, is to present to people that are learning about how to respond in a nonviolent way is to help them realize they have a choice. You've got a choice here, Joe. You know, you can go off on your high horse and castigate people that have upset you, or you can begin to take a second look and wonder why, why was that hotel clerk that couldn't find your um, reservation? You know, why did you get upset with him or her? They probably didn't have anything to do with it. It was probably the person that took the call or someone cut you off. Maybe think, well, why, why are they in such a hurry? You know, maybe they got a call that someone in their family just got hurt. So the, I guess the main point, oh, good, Frank, you got a main point. That's good to hear, is that begin if we begin to realize that we have a choice in how we respond to things that it can be either violent or nonviolent and if it's going to be nonviolent we are somewhat lacking we being humanity in the skills and practices of nonviolence how to respond in everyday events to nonviolence. It's also an art. It is very creative ways. So maybe I'll follow up this with some ideas on how to respond in a more nonviolent way. I would suggest also that you go to our website, dailypeacemaker.com. There are a lot of these uh, fantastic podcasts that talk about different aspects of uh, nonviolence. And in particular, I'm pretty sure it's episode six, which has four parts to it. Um, there's three of us talking about the Kingian steps and principles of nonviolence and trying to apply those to everyday situations. So you might uh, wanna check that out at some point. Okay, so um, you have a choice in another area. You can subscribe to these uh, podcasts. If you're on uh, YouTube, you can hit that subscribe button. That's a choice. Um, and just because you hit that, it doesn't mean you're going to be charged anything. It just means that when I um, decide to do another podcast, you, I think you get a little beep or something like that when it goes online. Anyway, well, thank you for your time. Always good to be with you. And um, don't forget, make good choices. All right. Peace.